0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Talent Talks. In this episode, we are excited to be joined by Henry Notoff, president and COO at Alioth, a serial entrepreneur and a veteran of the SaaS industry. Henry is known for his ability to conceptualize, develop, launch, and market industry-changing products. Today, we'll be examining how Alioth's newly launched Essential DX is revolutionizing organizational diagnostics. Henry, welcome to the show. Nice to talk with you.
1: Thanks, Rob. It's great to be here. Nice to finally meet you.
0: Same here. I'm I'm sure you're extremely enthusiastic to share more about Essential DX, so let's dive right in. Can you tell us about Essential DX and how it is revolutionizing organizational diagnostics, and what sets your approach apart from traditional consulting firms and self-service software tools?
1: Sure, that's a great place to start our conversation today, Rob. Um, if you look at self-service software tools like employee surveys and engagement platforms, and then management consulting firms, uh, these two groups really represent opposite ends of the spectrum of resources that are available to leadership teams at, at companies today. And what we're doing with Essential DX is effectively bridging the gap between the two and emphasizing and improving upon the best qualities of each. So let me explain that. On the one hand, we've got surveys, and they're really good at generating data really quickly, uh, but, but that's about it. So what you end up with is a bunch of survey responses rolled up into pie charts, and without an exceptional amount of expertise that you may or may not possess on your team uh, and effort or without paying an expensive consultant to come in and help you, those survey responses aren't really yielding any useful insights. So it's a lot of effort for very low return. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, we have high end consulting firms and they may ultimately and often do yield some really great, deep insights. Um, but the process is inefficient. So consulting engagements take a very long time and they're also really expensive, oftentimes six to seven figures. And nowadays, you know, post COVID and this new world we're in, uh, things are changing really fast. And so your target may even have already moved, you know, during your year long, uh, consulting engagement. And beyond that, uh, consulting engagements can be really interruptive. Uh, they are really interruptive, t- uh, to the organization. So they're dependent on, upon employee interviews, focus groups, uh, ongoing and active engagements with your most key employees. And so not only are you paying a huge fee, but you've taken on a major project, uh, and you're losing productivity from key people. So potentially a very high return, but at a, but a very high cost in terms of money, time and resources. Um, and so that's where we come in with essential DX. So we've developed a tech-enabled methodology that automates not only the capture of organizational data, but also the analysis of that data. So that enables us to deliver a comprehensive set of critical observations, actionable insights, uh, and accessible recommendations in just three business weeks. So... Um, what, what's even better about it is that it's non interruptive to the organization, so we never set foot on site unless you want us to. We do um, all of the work, and we only require 15 minutes of participation from each employee, and that can be done at their convenience on their schedule, and then just a couple of hours, active hours um, from the uh, pro- program or project sponsor on the side of uh, the client. So, to summarize, Essential DX is a lightweight high impact organizational diagnostic that delivers high end consulting firm caliber insights at a fraction of the time and cost and uh, it 's really exciting for a lot of uh, folks on our team because a lot of us have a uh, startup uh, pedigree in our backgrounds a lot of us a lot of us have spent uh, most of our careers in startups and so what we 're doing is changing the um, underlying economics of these kinds of services so you know, we can bring transformative level insights into startups and emerging enterprises now that otherwise, you know, don't have the budget or the luxury of time to engage, you know, with, with the top flight uh,
0: consulting firms of the world. Well, your excitement is, is certainly obvious and, and that's great. I am. Um, and congratulations. Essential DX promises to deliver high impact results within just 30 days, which is significantly faster than traditional consulting engagements. How is your team able to provide such rapid and actionable insights?
1: Yeah, that, that's spot on. I think when you compare traditional management consulting methodologies to essential DX, it becomes clear really quickly, you know, that our approach is a departure from the status quo. So as we uh, just covered, traditional consulting engagements uh, rely heavily on, you know, interviews and focus groups and traditional data collection exercises, uh, which are time consuming, interruptive to daily operations. Um, and so, like I said before, you're really undertaking a major, uh, project that's competing for the resources, uh, you know, that are supposed to be, uh, focused on the primary objectives of your business. And so, uh you know, we're not talking about an insignificant period of time either, you know, the typical management consulting engagement can last anywhere from six to 24 months. So with essential DX, we're fundamentally reinventing that process with a tech native approach. So one of our team's core areas of expertise is in generating and working with an interpreting, interpreting large uh, data sets uh, and building technologies to help in that process. So we've taken that expertise, expertise and put it to use in building a platform that automates and streamlines the creation and analysis of large volumes of organizational data uh, with speed and precision. And so we generate um, a really comprehensive data set uh, that really defines your organization through a proprietary survey that we've developed. And unlike a lot of engagement platforms or employee surveys, our survey is equal parts quantitative and qualitative. So in addition to the Likert scores of you know agree, disagree, st- strongly agree, strongly disagree, which dominates most surveys. A good portion of our survey is actually open-ended, sometimes provocative questions. We have an over 95% average response rate. So if you go into a multi-thousand person organization, uh, we're generating copious amounts of text uh, filled with insights and observations. Um, you know, front frontline analysis uh, that is uh, generally not available to people in the C-suite and executives. Uh, but we don't just uh, hand that over uh, unprocessed and, you know, ask the, you know, put it upon our uh, clients to wade through that information and try to make sense of it. We've developed a set of heuristics uh, that help us understand that, Uh, not only the culture and dynamics of the company, but we also examine key areas such as leadership effectiveness, employee engagement, organizational alignment, and organizational resilience. And then beyond that, um, we're just looking for that data to tell us a story. So we examine that data more generally to uncover any sort of meaningful pattern, trend, or insight that might otherwise remain hidden uh, in a traditional analysis. And I'm not just talking about scores, Rob. You know, we're not just giving you, again, a set of uh, beautiful graphs and scores uh, <laughs> sure. and a dashboard, right?
0: All the pretty uh, data points.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And those are nice. We have those for sure. sure. You got to have those, but uh, that's on the first page. But what we're really doing is uh, performing a deep analysis unique to your organization. So we're not just telling you, you know, your organization is this archetype and what that means more generally is, you know, X, Y, and Z. Uh, when you walk you know we 're providing a really rich, comprehensive report, so you walk away as a leader with a really firm grasp of what 's working what 's not why it 's not working, and what you can do about it and so with our platform we 've taken a process that typically take, typically takes at least uh, several months and a lot of effort into three weeks and so how that breaks down is one week for an upfront consultation and preparation. So we're learning about, uh, what's keeping you up at night. We're learning about, uh, management's perceived view of, you know, what, what is this organization? What's the culture? What are our values? Uh, what are we trying to accomplish? You know, what, what challenges do we think we have, et cetera? And so we take this, uh, proprietary survey we've built and then we further customize it specifically to the organization. And then we allow one week for data collection and, and that is primarily, uh, an, a, an employee survey. Now, uh, we work with companies where we'll go out and survey the entire organization. And then in some, uh, scenarios, we'll work with a department within an organization. But regardless, whatever group we're examining, that survey participate, participation, uh, group is inclusive of that entire team. Um, because again, there are people on the front line and they are seeing things often that management uh, may, may not have access to or may not see. And then, uh, we allow one week for analysis and report generation and delivery. And that culminates in, you know, a, we, you know, we provide the report in advance and then we do a live debrief that can last anywhere from 90 minutes to two hours. And that allows the client to, uh, absorb the findings and the insights and the recommendations and then come to the table and really drive that debrief into the areas that are of most interest to them or where they want to learn more or go deeper. Um, as you might imagine, that data set is incredibly rich. We can ask it any number of questions. But, you know, for that initial report, you know, we have to format something digestible so we really focus in on on the key points, but we can always go deeper. And so that that's uh, largely what we do in that debrief. And and that often uh, follows on to, att- you know, attending and participating and, and unpacking those results in executive staff meetings and, and things like that. Now I want to make the point, you know, even though, um, we're achieving great speed here, three week turnaround time, you're not compromising your results. Uh, and in fact, I think, uh, given our, our method, um, I think our analysis isn't just faster, it's better. So whereas traditional consulting engagements rely heavily on the expertise, uh, and experience and wisdom of human consultants. Our method ensures that the insights and recommendations are grounded in rigorous data analysis. So we're effectively reducing the potential for subjectivity and bias and also ensuring that that nothing is missed.
0: And nothing has been missed. Wow, that that is great detail on what is going to be just tremendous for you. Uh, Henry, one of the key solutions uh, offered by Essential DX is org DX? which focuses on driving tangible business outcomes and a more engaged workforce. Can you share some real-world examples of how OrgDX has helped organizations navigate critical inflection points and achieve their goals? Rob,
1: I'm so glad you asked this question. This is really, I think I speak on behalf of the entire team. This is our favorite part of the job. Um, Anytime we go into a new client engagement, we're always wondering, you know, what is that breakthrough finding going to be? Because there's always at least one, um, oftentimes it's more than one, but there's always one transformative insight that leaves a lasting impression on, on the organization. And it's like a kind of a mind blowing aha moment for the leadership that we're engaged with. And, and to be a part of that is incredibly gratifying. Um, so as I noted before, you know, we generate a unique and comprehensive data set for each client and that data tells us a story. And so we're, you know, we have a, a, um, the, you know, really the first half of the the report we provide is really structured, and I, I mentioned some of the areas yeah. that we delve into, kind of, uh, programmatically, um, in, in my last response. But you know, we're really analyzing, you know, what what are the cultural dynamics here? What kind of organization is this? Um, let's explore the organizational alignment and leadership effectiveness, and and things of that nature. But beyond that, you know, the the our analysis really knows no bounds. So. Sometimes that aha moment is precisely where you think it might be. It's organizational dynamics and culture. But other times, you know, th- there's enough there where the data leads us to fundamental areas of the business. And so we will provide like a breakthrough insight about corporate strategy or operations or something like that. And so with that being said, uh, you know, let me give a few examples uh, as, as you asked. So um, one company we dealt with had recently uh, undergone a really significant Reorg And the goal of that reorg was really to streamline the decision-making process, increase organizational efficiencies, and really create a whole bunch of small autonomous teams uh, within the organization. Well, our analysis with OrgDx revealed that it had the, the absolute opposite effect. It actually slowed decision-making. Um, it created a lot of ambiguity uh, in terms of ownership of key areas and who... Which teams it was incumbent upon to make which decisions. And so we had some infighting. And so what it did was it actually increased the reliance on, uh, executive leadership to solve these stalemates and make key decisions where they had tried to decentralize that process. So, uh, not only did we surface, you know, the root cause of this, we also provided insights into a path out of it and they were able to course correct, uh, into a different configuration and alleviate those issues. Um, We had another firm. This is a a favorite of mine. It's one of the first ones we ever did. Uh, This firm uh, is known in their industry. They've got a great reputation for developing talent in-house, meaning they very rarely hire uh, executive and leadership roles outside of the company. They much rather prefer to hire people out of school, entry level, put them through the training, bring them up through the organization, and develop that talent into leadership uh, over time, and historically, this had been uh, very successful. In fact, all the principals we were dealing with at the leadership level had been hired out of school had gone through this program and had been very successful within the firm financially, etc. Well, what our data revealed is that uh, that program had not evolved to meet the needs of the current generation and, and the sensibilities of really Gen Z. And so what they were experiencing was a high degree of turnover of these new hires. Uh, and so with our insight, the firm was not only able to revise that program and modernize it, but they also implemented a structured mentorship phase following that program to help prevent that fall off that, that was occurring uh, immediately after training. And so we effectively reduced turnover uh, and also enhanced their talent development pipeline. Uh, another example, we had a, a startup company, Um, with a tribal split between engineering and op, uh, operations. Mm. Um, and it was something, you know, that had reached the point where it's actually going to derail this company. They were kind of at that critical inflection point of that startups go through, you know, are, are we going to make it or not? You know, they had some momentum. They're starting to get some, some notoriety, but execution was suffering greatly, uh, due, due to this split. And in a lot of cases, Rob, um, you know, we are surfacing the unseen, you know, the 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 uh, hidden crack that could potentially grow into something, you know, uh, potentially really threatening to the organization. But but in other cases, and in a lot of cases, management, you know, they're not blind. They, they can sense what's going on. But a lot of times they don't have the insights or the perspective to really understand the root cause or solve that problem. So this is one of those cases where the CEO was losing sleep. Uh, he was very aware of this uh, rift between the two groups. In fact, he might've even had a bias toward, towards one of them, but he didn't have mm. the tools or insight to facilitate a resolution um, to the issue. What we were able to do was provide a very clear picture of both sides uh, their point of view, um, is analytical. It was data driven. Uh, and so this gave him the insights and the guidance, uh, to facilitate a reconciliation and a, and a path forward. And he did just that. And I'm happy to say, uh, that company just recently achieved a successful exit, uh, just a few months ago. And, and I like to think that we had a hand in, in
0: positioning them for that. Oh, I don't think there's any question. Good, good for you guys and good for them. That's great. Um, uh, uh, sorry, Rob, if I could just ahead. make,
1: uh, yeah, one last point. Yeah, it, please. You know, still. it sounds like as I paint these, uh, illustrations that we're dealing with, um, potentially distressed companies or dysfunctional companies that that's actually not the case at all. Um, you know, the vast majority of our companies are high performing organizations and many of them are actually mainstays in the best places to work. Um, and so I, I would say that, um, it just goes to show that every company has blind spots every company has opportunities to uplevel and improve and i think the best leadership teams even at, again at the at the best companies are constantly seeking out opportunities to do just that and uh, org dx is is uh, a, a perfect solution a perfect tool to to help those teams
0: Diversity and inclusion have become critical factors in talent acquisition. I don't think there's any question. How does SearchDx address these aspects and help organizations improve representation within their candidate pool? Are there any specific strategies or recommendations that SearchDx provides in this regard? Mm.
1: Yes. So first, let me say that uh, essential, at Essential DX, we believe that uh, ensuring diversity and inclusion goes far beyond just improving representation um, in the candidate pool. So our solutions, uh, both including Search DX and Org DX, look to address that at every stage of the talent acquisition process, but also all the way through to the day-to-day uh, organizational culture and the dynamics of uh, the company. Uh, but to directly uh, address your question about improving representation of the talent pool, um, our point of view on that is that uh, seeking to access the largest possible relevant talent pool for a role is not only necessary to improve representation, but it's also a hallmark of an optimal hiring process that's going to yield the best possible outcome for the company and the candidates involved. Um, so in other words, Rob maximizing representation is fundamental to a best practices hiring process. It's not just a DE and I uh, consideration. So we don't wait for our customers to prompt us there. And and many of them do. And I think they're well-intentioned, you know, they want to make sure that they see a diverse slate, of candidates, um, but it's, it, to us, it's not an add-on or an afterthought. It is fundamental. Uh, and so it's ingrained in the search DX methodology. You know, um, it's a guaranteed outcome that, uh, in every search DX we perform, you're going to see the most relevant, uh, largest, most inclusive, relevant talent pool, uh, available to you. And so, getting specific uh going specific into our methods there and again search dx uh tries to affect this at uh, every phase of the executive search process but where uh this really comes into play in terms of uh talent pool and and representation i think the biggest culprit limiting representation of underrecognized groups in candidate slates today is is the job description job descriptions uh, from our perspective are fundamentally broken i think companies are well intentioned when they write these things but but What they tend to be is, um, kind of this all-inclusive list of qualifications. And, you know, we're trying to describe like the ultimate perfect candidate. Oftentimes that, that description ends up being a unicorn. It does not exist in nature. It's, you know, Michelin star chef, ninja, jet pilot, uh, and MD. Uh, and so I think that, you know, no one, when they write that job description is thinking, we're actually going to land this, but I think that they're setting, they're trying to set a high bar. And if, you know, if we can get close to this, if we can get a candidate with a lot of these attributes, then we've done a, a good job. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's actually really detrimental to the search process in a couple of ways. One, it unintentionally narrows the candidate pool. Um, so. It not only does it disproportionately exclude individuals from underrecognized groups, it's also detrimental to the search in general. Because um, you know that giant set of requirements that you know it's all very impressive and nice, but it's not very instructive. It's 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 unfocused, and it's misleading. Um, so the first thing we do is we throw out the job description mm. and we run. And we work with the organization. I can get into this in more detail later. But what we really do is uh, instead of starting with the the job requirements, we look at the three to five key deliverables that we're going to judge uh, this new executive by over, say, the first 12 to 18 months of their tenure. So why are we hiring this person? What are they going to deliver to the organization? And what what are we going to judge them against? And then from there, we reverse engineer those outcomes into the absolutely necessary skills, experience credentials and attributes that are necessary to achieve those deliverables uh, in this position it's very nuanced right in this position at this company in this culture so you have to achieve these things but you have to do it here in this context and um, as part of that process we strip away all of the nice to haves all of the unnecessary credentials unnecessary experience etc and a lot of times you know that could be um you know these artificial gates uh to uh un- underrecognized uh communities and groups so that could be academic credentials that are not necessary that can be made up for and applied industri- industrial experience and, and things of that nature um and so uh you know that really goes a long way uh again not only um in uh, removing those gates and barriers to underrecognized groups but it really opens up the talent pool in general uh and uh, also gets the Search very much focused on these key attributes and, and away from some of the fuzzier, nice to have. So you get a, you get a better search process, a better slate of candidates, and you're opening up the talent pool to uh, traditionally excluded groups.
0: Many organizations struggle with candidate retention and ensuring a successful and lasting match. How does SearchDx contribute to this aspect of talent acquisition? And are there any unique approaches or insights provided by SearchDx to help organizations make better informed decisions about candidate fit and long-term success?
1: Absolutely. Uh, and Rob, this really gets back to the origin story of the company um, as you know, Essential DX was developed, uh, you know, at Alioth, which is an executive search firm, and that firm uh, was originally founded around a simple mandate, which was to end bad executive hires. Period. And we, we've kind of got an unconventional origin story. Um, we were not just founded by executive recruiters, but rather, um, you know, a, a venture capital firm um, who's you know, the primary uh, person involved in in Alioth is uh, started and built. Numerous uh, companies from, from an idea to very large and successful enterprises. Some of our other founders have uh, been the global heads of human resources for some of the most recognizable names uh, in industry. And then some of our other founders were, in fact, um, you know, executive recruiters. So we've really seen firsthand, um, the toll of bad executive hires. And of course, there's the organizational toll we're all familiar with. There's the hard costs of uh you know the executive search fee, uh the, the salary training investment in onboarding and all those things, not to mention some of the softer costs of you know wasted time and schedule delays, missed opportunities, impact to morale. It's really a distraction when someone washes out. But you know, the other um toll that really isn't often talked about or considered as you know the toll on the human being, the executive. Um, so, you know, there is uh impact to their career, potentially implications to their family, to their mental health. Um and so this is a cause that was really near and dear to our founders because again, they've seen that um firsthand. And so you know from the very earliest days of Alioth and the development of uh essential DX and our Search DX diagnostic, we've been very much focused on trying to futurize the executive uh recruitment process. Um, that's remained largely unchanged for uh, decades, and so, just like with Org DX, with Search DX, we've uh, developed a data-driven methodology. It's a lightweight diagnostic, uh, and we employ it before the search begins, before we start engaging candidates. Um, so, what's wrong um, with the traditional search process? Why does it need to be reinvented? I I, I liken the, uh, at least as we've uh, encountered it, um, you know, the traditional search process is is kind of akin to Sailing a ship while you're building it. Um, we, there's this sense of urgency of, you know, we need to fill this role. We need to get uh, candidates in process. And so your typical search kicks off with maybe an hour long meeting. Uh, it involves just perhaps the decision maker or the hiring authority and, and may, maybe HR, but not really inclusive of other, other stakeholders in the process. Uh, we onboard our, our executive, uh, recruiter and, uh, with a job description. And we've already talked about, you know, some of the, the, Fundamental flaws of the job description. And so we're off and running and we're bringing candidates into process. And now we're calibrating as the process goes on. So we're meeting candidates and we're, well, we need a little more of this. We need a little more of that. We also haven't done that upfront work. You know, maybe, you know, some of the evaluators and interviewers in the process, they received the job description with the calendar invite to, to interview a candidate. So their understanding of the job is on this kind of fuzzy, uh, everything in the kitchen sink job description. Uh, and so they're left to interpret that with their, uh, from their perspective, maybe their bias from where they sit in the organization, what they want out of the role versus what the organization and the hiring manager have in mind. And so now, uh, we're seeing these agendas play out in the process. It, it's really dysfunctional. It's a waste of time. Um, we, we uh, see that a, a lot of times this plays out in front of candidates. So, you know, you, maybe you meet with the CEO, then you meet with, you know, another executive and you're getting very, uh, a different Line of questioning, a different narrative uh, about the role, and you're left scratching your head. It doesn't, you know, doesn't leave, um, you know, the uh, best impression with uh, some of these candidates. And then, as we've seen many times, as these organizations calibrate, they can take six months, sometimes a year, to fill these roles. Sometimes they hit a stalemate altogether. We've certainly come in with Search DX and rescued um, stalled search processes by just re-grounding re- uh, them, and I'll talk about that um, in, in a moment. Um, and then, uh, another thing we've seen many times is that, uh, while a company is sorting through all this dysfunction, they realize, you know, three to four months in that first candidate we spoke to, that's actually, you know, now that we realize it, that's who we should have hired to begin with. And, uh, since then, that candidate's gone on to accept another job because, you know, Uh, When when this firm approached them, it kind of planted the seed in their head to start looking around uh, for new opportunities. And so they they missed out on that opportunity. So uh, what we've done is we say, hey, you know what, let's take a pause instead of just jumping right into the process. uh, Let's run a two week uh, uh, pre-search process where we bring all of the stakeholders together. And we do this, uh, through survey, by the way. Let's, uh, follow that process I talked about, uh, in the last, uh, the question you asked me, which is let's throw out the job description and let's reverse engineer it from these, uh, you know, key deliverables we're expecting from the new executive. Let's build that highly instructive, very specific candidate profile. Um, but let's not just do that, uh, with the hiring manager. Let's make sure that everyone who's involved in this process has a voice. Um, Can provide their input and feedback. Let's gather that. Let's perform an analysis on top of it. And so what we do is we provide an alignment report as our first deliverable in the process. Do it very quickly. But what this does is it uh, informs the hiring manager, the decision makers. Oh, wow. You know, where, where do we have misalignments on the organization? We, we want uh, this thing. uh, We want this set of, uh, 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 characteristics and skills and experience from the candidate and they're going to achieve these things. And, And what they may realize is that other parts of the organization didn't see it that way. They might have other outcomes or maybe they have uh needs that their organization had in mind that they uh, wanted uh, addressed by this new executive. So by surfacing that, it allows us to reconcile that misalignment up front, bring those people to the table, have that conversation and bring everyone into alignment around, you know, what is this person being brought in to do? Um, What what do we believe they need to possess in order to be successful in that? And so now everyone feels a sense of ownership in the process. And so coming out of that alignment report, what we have is that highly instructive candidate profile. Um, the recruiters are, uh, at that point positioned to, uh, really only present high probability of offer candidates into the process. So anyone that makes it to interview should have a very high potential of receiving an offer. And I could tell you this has happened many times with Search DX where we've gone into, uh, a situation that even the hiring manager felt was impossible. You know, you're replacing a beloved longtime executive who's retiring. Um, and they just, they're very concerned that it's going to be very difficult to get the organization aligned around a, uh, a candidate and and to make a decision. And, and we provide the opposite problem where very quickly in the first slate of candidates, we've got three people we wanna make an offer to and we're having trouble uh, making a decision. Uh, and so again, I, I um, attribute that to one, uh, really honing in on specifically, uh, it, it, again, through a, a data-driven and inclusive process, what uh, exactly are the attributes, qualifications, credentials, uh, that are going to be required to be successful in that role, but also, uh, in, Performing a data-driven but also inclusive process, we're creating a sense of ownership from everyone involved. And when I talk about uh, stakeholder involvement and an inclusive process, I'm not just talking about decision makers. I'm talking about any stakeholder, uh, and that can be anyone from a board member uh, all the way down to someone who would be reporting into the organization, maybe not even directly uh, to this new executive. And again, it's not uh, a democratic process in the sense that you know everyone vo- everyone's vote counts equally. What we're really trying to do is again create a data-driven picture of the organization uh, and its perspectives around this role. And and by surfacing those things, again, it provides us a chance to bring people along. And I'll give you an example. We had an SVP who was hiring a VP-level person uh, into a specific role. And the idea was that this really, uh, whoever this person was, was going to be set up as the successor uh, to this SVP. And so this SVP had a very specific idea of uh, who they wanted to hire in terms of attributes and background and experience. Meanwhile, um, and this is a very beloved SVP, uh, that person's team uh, had a very different idea of what they thought they were hiring for. And so uh, it was very enlightening that the SVP had no idea that they had this gap. And so we were able to bring them all to the table. He was able to explain to the team uh, what he was looking for and why. People completely understood, got on board, and we ran a very smooth uh, and, and successful process. And by doing that and creating this sense of ownership, Rob, what you do is you... Uh, decrease the chance of what we call the organ rejection syndrome. I'm not sure if you've heard of this, but in a lot of times when an organization hires a new executive from the outside and they don't run an inclusive process, um, Ultimately, what happens is compromises are made. Um, a lot of people in the process don't feel like they had a voice or they didn't get the candidate they wanted, and they don't understand why, again, because that upfront work wasn't done. And so ultimately, this uh, executive has a very hard time integrating. Oftentimes, they fail to integrate, and that's a long and painful process. Sometimes it takes a year, year and a half, and they wash out. But the reason is that people are not bought in. They don't feel a sense of ownership in that new executive's uh, success uh, and so whether it's intentional, oftentimes I'm sure it's subconscious, but these people don't step up, uh, to support this new executive. Sometimes they, they undermine them altogether because they feel like, you know, that executive is not living up to their per- perception of what they wanted, uh, out of that new executive and the intention they wanted from that new executive. So, um, in, in, in summary, Rob, uh, SearchDx transforms the executive search process from a reactive, often disorganized uh, scramble into a proactive, strategic, data-driven initiative. And by doing so, we dramatically increase a newly hired executive's probability of long-term success.
0: We are very short on time, Henry, but how can we wrap this up? Help me, help me kind of draw a conclusion here with anything you want to add.
1: Uh, well, uh, Rob, we're, we're incredibly excited. Uh, we think this is a a new era, uh, in terms of management consulting. Um, obviously we baked this, uh, over the last four years. So a lot of R and D, a lot of money invested and we did it under the hood of Alioth, which is a, a really premier boutique executive search firm focused on life sciences. Um, and, you know, through that process, we realized, um, the impact and, uh, you know, the scope that of, of uh, value we can bring to the table with essential dx was was so much greater than just of course the life sciences industry, so um, you know we 're really excited to roll it out into a, a independent brand and we're um, industry agnostic. So we're working with companies of uh, all stages of all sizes and across all industries uh, to bring these kind of uh, transformative insights. I think, um, you know, again, coming out of the pandemic, we're in this new world of work with hybrid. We've got four generations in the workplace. We've got Gen Z, we've got uh, rapid digital transformation, whether you want it or not, it's here. And so, uh, and, you know, leaders are, um Forced to, you know, deal with a lot of uh, inflection points at, at a, a rapid rate, much more so than uh times past. And so, we, we, you know, we think we've built an excellent tool, and we're excited to uh, partner with those CEOs and leadership teams to, to deal with these critical inflection points.
0: Well, we wish you and, and Alioth just continued success and all the best with Essential DX. And we hope to see you on uh, future conferences and, and podcasts here as well. Thanks so much. Thank you, Rob. Looking forward to it. That's all the time we have here today alongside Henry Nautoff of Alioth. I'm Rob Adams, and this has been Talent Talks.